be born? They answered, in the town of Bethlehem in Judea. The prophet wrote about this in the scriptures. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, you are important among the rulers of Judah. A ruler will come from you. He will be like a shepherd for my people, the Israelites. Then Herod had a secret meeting with the wise men from the east. He learned from them the exact time the, the first, they first saw the star. Then Herod w sent the wise men to Bethlehem. He said to them, Go and look carefully to, the, to find the child. When you find him, come to me, and then I will go and worship him too. The wise men heard the king and then left. They saw the same star that they had seen in the east. It went before them until it stopped above the place where the child was. When the wise men saw the star, they were filled with joy. They went to the house where the child was and saw him and his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshipped the child. They opened the gifts they brought for him. They gave him treasures of gold, frankincense and myrrh. But God warned the wise men in a dream not to go back to Herod. So they went home to their own country by a different way. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, okay, okay. Right, I hope you're ready. Because we've got a very exciting play coming up for you. Let's move this out the way. Uh-oh. Knew that would happen. Right then. Right, something's not right about Zoe yet. She doesn't look silly enough. Yes. Much better. Mine doesn't work. It's very sad. Okay, now I'm going to need seven volunteers, and they need to be children that can read. Okay? So, um, who should we have? Okay, let's have one. I'm going to come and sit in a row over here. So, Seth, Poppy, I don't know everybody's name. What's your name? Dave. Come on, Dave. You need to stand in a, sit in a line, okay? Uh, Lydia, do you want to come do it? What's your name? Amy. Do you want to do it, Amy? Can you go? Well, it doesn't actually matter which order you're in. One, two, three, four, five. Want to do it? What's your name? Malika. Go and sit over there. Okay, and go on then, Millie. Right, why don't everyone else shuffle into the middle? I'm going to give you one of these each, okay? And you have to come up in order when I, when I tell you, okay? No, you keep that one. Brilliant. Are you ready? Okay. Welcome to... The Christmas Alphabet Show. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is the show where you get to meet the most important letters in the Christmas story. And so let's get started. And tonight, our first letter is the letter one. One? That's not a letter. That's a number. Oh, sorry. Read the letter after the number. Oh, 
Our first letter is the letter E. Bring on the letter E. Right, Seth, come up. Seth, come. In the, the letter E. Okay, hold it up and read that. E. This is E for, E for what? What is Engaged. What? The Christmas story starts with someone not being able to get through on the phone? No, it begins with an engagement. Over 2,000 years ago, in the town of Nazareth, a carpenter called Joseph was engaged to a girl called Mary. Sweet. It says that the next letter's A. That must be A for attractive. Joseph found Mary attractive. <sighs> no. Can we have the next letter, please? This is A for angel. A for angel. A for angel? How come? Well, because God sent an angel to tell Mary she was going to be the mother of his son. And then when Mary became pregnant, he sent an angel to Joseph in a dream and told him not to be afraid to marry Mary because the baby she was expecting was very special. Right. I think I know the next letter. The next letter has to be W. W for wedding. Wrong. Ma oh. The next letter is H. This is H for Herod. 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 Hold it up. Hold it up. Awesome. That makes me think of a huge department store, one full of loads of Christmas lights and a Santa Claus. No, she said, he said Herod, not Harrods. Oh. <sighs> King Herod was king of the land where Mary and Joseph lived. And at that time, all the Jews had to take part in a big census, which meant everyone had to go to their hometown to register their name. Hmm. Hey, guess what, guys? The next letter is me. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Look, it says on my list, fourth letter I. And that's me. Hey, I isn't you. I know it's not you, it's me. Oh, no, I mean, oh, never mind. Bring on the next letter. This is I for innkeeper. But I'm so. not an innkeeper. No, I know you're not an innkeeper. Exactly, the I in the Christmas story is for an innkeeper who owned an inn in the town of Bethlehem. Mary and Joseph traveled to Bethlehem because that was Joseph's hometown. But when they got there, the town was so full, they couldn't find anywhere to spend the night. Okay, and so then what happens then? I know what, I bet you there was a huge fire Mary had her baby. Oh. In the middle of the fire? There wasn't a fire. Mary had her baby in the middle of the night. She called him Jesus and laid him in a manger. Hmm. Now, our next two letters remind us of what happened next. Can I have you up? Follow me. 
Right, hold it up. This is S for shepherd. This is S for star. Beautiful. Hmm. But what about S for special? You just said that Mary's baby was special. Actually, that's the first sensible thing that you've said all night. Mary's baby was special. Jesus was so special that God sent a whole choir of angels to announce the great news of his birth and tell a group of shepherds to go and see him. I think I get it. The shepherds went to see the star who was the baby Jesus. The shepherds did go to see the baby Jesus, but the star in the Christmas story was a real bright shining star that God set in the sky as another sign of his son's birth. Which brings us to our seventh letter, the letter M. Ooh. This is M for Magi. Magic? No, Magi. The Magi were wise men who followed the star and finally found baby Jesus and gave him gifts. Now look at the letters of our Christmas alphabet. Can you read what they say? I think so. Mess, I, uh. Come on, all together after three. One, two, three. Messiah. The Messiah is the Savior sent from God. God sent his son Jesus into the world to save people from all the wrong things they'd done and to show them what he was really like. Hey, guess what? I noticed something. I think they're, they're letters on the back. Hey, why don't you three mean? turn around your cards? Just you three. No, no, no. Turn them back, turn them back. Turn them back, please. What does it say now? Message. Hmm. The Messiah came to earth with a message. That's yeah. Good. Hey, that's good. It gets better, doesn't <laughs> it? Hey, it gets better. It gets better. Why don't we, can you three sit down? Okay, you three sit down. And why don't you four turn around your cards? No, no, no. Turn them back. Turn them back. No. What do we have first? A mess. Sometimes there's a bit of a mess in this world that we live in, but mm. that's the way the world was before Jesus came. But Jesus, the Messiah, came to earth with a message from God, and that message was a message of love. love. Yay! Give them all a round of applause. Well, I thought that went swimmingly. <laughs> Me and my bright ideas. Now I've got ha. <laughs> now, before we all go home to our Christmas Eve excitement, I just want to talk to you for a few minutes. Now, there's two letters in particular from our play that I want us to have a think about now. S for star and M for Magi. We're going to have a quick think about what we can learn 
from the Magi and the Star this Christmas Eve, which might help us to remember what Christmas is really all about. Now, who can think of any songs about stars? Go, a song about stars. It was on a starry night. It was on a starry night. Do you think we've sang that recently? Any, any more songs about stars? Star of Wonder. What about a non a non Christmas song? How I wonder. Beautiful. Any more? Not yet, not just now. One sec. Any more songs about stars? Jory. You like the star up above me. Oh, beautiful. That was actually take that. I think. See, the stars are coming out tonight. They're lighting up the sky tonight for you. What about, does anyone remember S Club 7? Reach for the stars, climb every mountain high. What about Disney songs? When you wish upon a star. Oh, thank you. Now, there's also Les Mis, which some of you might not know, but there's a song called Stars in Les Mis. It talks about the stars being like sentinels keeping watch in the night. Now, what we notice about lots of these songs is they've got some similar themes going on. They sometimes talk about making a wish or about our dreams coming true or perhaps about keeping watch over us or guiding us. Now, we've got another song about stars. It's not a Christmas song, but we sometimes sing it here at St. John's. And it starts off, God who made the universe, the sun, the earth, the moon, and stars. So this song tells us that it was God who made the stars. And there are lots of verses in the Bible which tell us a bit more about that. So in Genesis chapter 1, at the very beginning of the Bible, it says, God also made the stars. God put all these in the sky to shine on the earth, and they are to rule over the day and over the night. He put them there to separate light from darkness. And then in the New Testament, in 1 Corinthians, it says, and each star is different in its beauty. So every single star, and there's thousands of them, they're all different, and they're all beautiful. And then in the Psalms, it tells us a lot about the stars. So in Psalm 148, it says, praise him, sun and moon and all you shining stars. So the stars are to, are to praise God. And then in Psalm 147, it says, he counts the stars and names each one. So he knows exactly how many they are, and they've all got a name. What do you think they might be called? Bob. <laughs> no. One of them's called Seth, is it? Okay. Now, and in the reading that Pippa read for us, it talked a little bit about the star in the Christmas story, which we think we know quite a lot about, don't we? So it said, where is the baby born to be king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. And the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. Now, all these verses tell us that each star is different and special, and that they sometimes they even have a purpose. Sometimes that's to shine in the darkness. Sometimes it's to worship God. And sometimes, according to the Bible, it might be to guide people or to act a bit like a signpost, pointing people to something. Now, who's seen Moana? Yeah? Now, if you'll know if you've seen Moana, we learn all about wayfinding, don't we? And we watch Maui 
teach Moana how to use the stars as a navigational tool to help her find the way. Yeah, we know the way. Now, I think it's pretty amazing that God created the stars in that way and that sometimes he gives them an important job to do. Now, let's also have a think about the Magi. Now, we don't actually know very much about them. Some people call them kings. Some people call them wise men. And others say magicians, which is where the word Magi actually comes from. But we do know one thing. When they saw this special star in the sky, they didn't just ignore it and carry on with their life, did they? They realized how important it was and they dropped everything to follow it. But at the same time, they didn't worship the star itself, did they? Because they knew that the star was like a sign, like a signpost pointing to something more important. And they wanted to find out what that was. So they went on a very long and probably quite uncomfortable and dangerous journey to find out. And when they found Jesus, the first thing they did was to worship him. And they gave him their most precious gifts. And how does the Bible tell us that they felt? Does anyone remember? It says they were filled with joy. So, this Christmas, what can we learn from the star and from the Magi? And how do they fit into God's message of love that we heard about in the play? Now, I think this world that God created is full of signposts to him. What do you think? I think the stars are just one of them. Maybe we need to look around us a little bit more to find these signs in the world around us, in the people around us, in the Bible, in other things, other books that we read. Maybe sometimes we forget to look for them. We might be tired or a bit worn out living in this world, which is sometimes such a mess. It can be hard to find the signs. Or maybe you're so familiar with the signs that you don't see how important they are anymore. Maybe you know your Bible so well that it stopped really meaning anything to you. Now I wonder if one way we can learn from the Magi is by looking out for these signposts that point us to Jesus. And when we find them, remembering just how important they are, maybe stopping what we're doing to worship God and maybe giving God our most precious gifts. That could be our time, it could be our money, or maybe it could be our whole life. And when we do that, we know that like the Magi, we will be filled with joy. And I wonder what we can also learn from the star. What if perhaps we can also be a signpost, like the star, which points people to Jesus? We found out earlier that God created each star different and unique and special. And he knows exactly how many there are, and each one has a name. He created them to worship him and to be a light that shines in the darkness, guiding people to God. I think that sounds an awful lot like people too. What do you think? I think we can all be stars, each one unique, pointing people to Jesus by the way we live our lives, full of joy and spreading his message of love to the world. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Sarah. And I now 
hope that we have some people who'd like to lead us in some prayers.